What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freighter, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the Club App, the number one online community for DJs where you can stream for free and not get cut off. Today, we have my brother DJ DVS. He's here. Going to tell us his amazing story, brother. Can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? I am DJ Devious from Los Angeles, California. Uh, I am a international DJ. I love being uh, um, I have been blessed to do a lot of traveling and DJing for um, a few different countries. So, uh, you know, th- this has uh, been a, I'm living the dream, I guess. That's what you want to call it. <laughs> I love to hear that, man. That's super exciting. And brother, I definitely want to hear where this dream started. So talk to us a little bit about the beginning. You know, what sparked your interest in DJing and how you got started? So I have been a music head forever. Even before um, starting to actually DJ, I've been uh, the guy that everybody comes to for new music. I was the the mixtape guy and then the mix CD guy and then the thumb drive guy. So um, I've always been the the go-to for that. Um, it's funny that I realized now that I'm in my career and comfortable in my career that um, a lot of the songs that I like had different cuts and scratches in the beginning and I still know them verbatim. I mean, songs from the 90s, songs from early 2000s, they like, I'm like, oh, so that's why I like this song because I really didn't, I didn't actually step into DJing fully until maybe about 2000. Maybe about 2013 is when I really, man, I'll say 2011, but I had equipment. I purchased equipment in like 2002, but it was just in the house, you know, kind of picking it up. Um, I used to, um, <clears throat> my brother, funny story, my brother was a stripper um, and <laughs> I, I slightly, you know, fell into that lifestyle and the music for me was the big thing in it. And it was one of those that, the, the way that we put music together, I didn't want to share my music with other people because the DJs that used to make the music for the club, they used to share it with other dancers and they would make money off of our stuff. So I was like, there's gotta be a way that I can learn how to do this myself. Like I bring him the music, so it's gotta be a way. So once I figured it out, um, it was just something that I did for fun. Not really thinking, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm corporate all the way, you know, after graduating school. I mean, it's just been something that, you know, you're set to do that's how they, you know, DJing is not something that people promote as being a career until now. I mean, unless you're a big DJ, you know? So um, my mother passed in 2013. And um, before she passed, she said, you have something. And the only way that you can make this flourish is if you dive into it. You've done everything I've asked you to do from work to school, great father, great husband at the time. And she was like, you know, let me not say great husband at the time. It was great husband, just me and my ex-wife. I just we grew apart. So, but um, but even she, still to this day, who's in my living room right now, my son, uh, was like, you have something. Dive into it. I did, and God has shined His light on me uh, immensely since. So, wow, awesome introduction, brother. You were the music plug, and you just fell in love with the whole industry and just able to dive deep into it and, and thank you for sharing the story about your mother and how she encouraged you to dive deep into your passion Absolutely. for music and that's super powerful um, that she spoke life into that and you you know took a leap into it and just went forward for it and, and been thriving ever since man i would love to hear you know 
what are some things that that you were able to do that were able to help you in those early stages where you decided, you know, this is something I really want to pour my life into. What were some of those early steps that gave you that confidence and and the motivation to kind of really give your all into this and turn it into something big for yourself? Well, technically, I'm self-taught. Um, from I started on CDMIs, which were CDs. I had my, a new mark, um, and it was something that I was, you know, I can you can only figure out so much by yourself. But one guy um, in particular told me that if you want to learn something, he had nothing to do with DJ. He was actually a mechanic. And he told me that uh, if you want to learn something in life, you go to the people that you know have succeeded. But before you go to those people that have succeeded in the, the craft that you desire, humble yourself. And I didn't really understand it at first because I, I consider myself a humble guy. Um, but when I stepped into this industry, I realized how many people are not. And I mean, it's sad to say, but this this what we do is a gift. What we do is a gift because you don't know what you're doing for someone. Um, I had the experience of, well, let me let me go back. Um, how I got into that was basically following the old hits, the old head DJs that have been doing this uh, since the 80s. Um, I tapped into them and literally asked how. Literally, I, um, a guy by the name of DJ Ron C uh, out of Los Angeles gave me the opportunity. And now that I look at it, it was such a big opportunity because he used to, I bowl. And on Monday nights, they used to have this, this league. I like, I've been bowling all of my life. So they had a league on Monday nights that was like a fun league, but it was uh, maybe about a, you know, a generation above me. So I'm, I'll be 40 this year. Um, and they're sort of, they're, you know, in the, at the time I was early thirties and they were, you know, like 40, 45, you know, well into that. So I would go and hang out and have fun, but he would DJ at the bowling alley every Monday night for this league in particular. Um, and he had techniques. I, again, self-taught, had a, I bought the DDJSZ controller when it first came with the Pioneer controllers when they first came out. I mean, literally first week. So learning them, learning the, the, the concepts of them and, you know, different, different mechanics of it. I still had never touched turntables. Um, I used to beg him like, yo, just can I get on? Like when you, when he would go to bowl, I would, you know, switch a song, you know, but it was like when I realized now at this, at this level of my career, that was such a big thing because people don't let people touch their turntables, especially techniques. So, <laughs> um, but that was once I, when he, he, he fed me the things that I needed to grow as a DJ and his spirit is so humble that it gave me a perception of DJs that, you don't have to be like this because this is what you do. So, I mean, the introduction from him to other old heads, I call them old heads because, you know, that's that's, that's the, the term, no disrespect. Um, but that was where I learned um, the craft. And I think that that was the best thing that I could have done. And it has maintained, you know, the, the humble spirit within me as well as giving me uh, a, a great amount of respect in the industry. I've, I've gained amount of, a great amount of respect in the industry because of what I've given. Um, and that has definitely been the key to success in this is learning where it comes from. We don't know everything, you know, and there's no way to continue this, this culture if we don't look at where it came from, you know. And a lot of, you know, DJs now, 
have, you know, they because you have a computer doesn't necessarily mean you're a DJ. There's an art form to this. And I that's something that I picked up from the old head. So that's definitely um, my biggest key point to the beginning of this was just soaking up everything that I could from them. Whatever they had to offer, I was willing to listen. Uh, my dad used to always tell me that uh, you gain more by listening, you lose more by talking. <laughs> That's great advice for your father, man. We have two ears and one mouth for a reason. And Absolutely. In regards to like what you were saying about just having that humility to learn from others, it's really important. Not only because you get a, a vast volume of, of knowledge that is important on you, but the fact that you're able to build meaningful relationships with people that have been in the game and leverage their relationships as well. You know, talk to me about, you know, how you're able to build your network um, as an early DJ and kind of how those networks led to great opportunities for you. Uh, in particular, uh, DJ, DJ DeVoe out of Los Angeles, uh, another another big old head, uh, well-known in the city, well-known across the, the nation. Um, he often comes to me and says that your reputation precedes your music. So <clears throat> when you have, he's like, no matter how good you are as a DJ, they will discuss you as a person um, because it's business. You have to deal with people. You have to build these connects and longevity. If you want it requires you to um, be focused on how you treat people. And that's definitely something that was fed to me early. And so the, the maintaining of these relationships and building of these relationships um, with these DJs and, and, and with these companies and, and different corporate organizations um, have managed to not only make me a better DJ in itself, but a better person. Um, make sure, Making sure that you are personable, making sure that you are um, approachable uh, before you even meet them. You know, that you're, you're what you, how you're represented is, is very big. And so he was... DeVoe has always told me that the way that he has maintained this throughout a course of, he's been DJing since 1981. And I mean, literally still doing some of the same venues that I'm doing now. And I'm doing some pretty big venues. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to have DeVoe come in. And I'm like, bang. So, I mean, I, and I call him unk, but he's like, that's how you maintain things. Your music will speak for itself, but it's how you treat people which is a big thing because that's what this is about. That's what the music is about. Um, last year in, uh, just before the pandemic, I think it was my, maybe February of 20, uh, of 2020, I, DJ Mosky, who is the Rams DJ, um, he did, I, 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 I'm a part of, I'm a, a promoter and a, a owner of, uh, one of the owners of TG3 um, Entertainment out here, which is one of the uh, big companies out here in, in Los Angeles. And we had a we had a venue in February at this club called 1212. Uh, it's a big restaurant in Santa Monica off the pier. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, off the promenade. And I was, my grandmother has, I moved back to take care of my grandmother. She has stage four cancer. They had given her hospice in 2019. Thank God she's still alive, doing very well here. Um, and I was just having a day, man. She had just started chemo. Like, it was just literally draining. 
because I just couldn't get into the feel of, you know, as, as a DJ, you always have to be on. We don't get the opportunity to come in with the, the stress of the day or what has happened. We have to, you know, perform. It's literally a performance. You can't get, a, oh, well, mic check one, two. You, you can't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't relay over well. Um, and I just came in and I just wasn't feeling well. And literally when he got on the ones and twos, it was, it's something that changed my career one. And it changed me instantly in that moment because Moski is not only a DJ, but he's a, he's a, a personality. And, you know, some DJs can talk, some DJs can, can spin, but when you have the, the essence of being a actual personality and being a good DJ, it just makes things that much better. And that night, he literally saved my life. He literally put me in a different mind state. I mean, just ha I forgot about all the worries of the day. And at that point, I felt like God allowed me to see that this is what I, this is where I had, this is what I have you doing. And it may seem small and minute in moments, but you don't know what you're doing for someone else in that moment. And I think that right there was something that completely changed my essence of what I do. And it's been literally a blessing ever since because not only do I benefit other people, but I benefit myself. You know, music is the is the soundtrack to life. No matter what's going on, there's always something to fit the moment. I mean, there's always something to take you from a negative stance to a positive one or uplifting one. So definitely uh something that, that, that wow. That, that, that's powerful brother and you know one thing you touched upon that most djs or many djs don't talk about is mental health you know and, and the fact that djs you're always on and how can djs in today's environment you know put mental health at something that's the forefront of their mind and what are some things that djs can do to make themselves still you know put priority on their mental health in their DJ career, especially, you know, things are tough right now and they're trying to make it and working hard and we're in a completely different environment these days. But what's something that DJs can do in this environment um, that can help them in their mental health in this given time? Well, first of all, you can't help someone until you help yourself, no matter how much you have the desire to do. Um, unless you, you're giving to self, you do not have the ability to transfer that energy over. Wherever you are is the energy you're going to transfer over. Um, what I would say to any of my friends that are in the industry is um, under, remember why you're in the craft. Um, and if if your focus is, is the finance of it, be honest with yourself. And understand that this industry can change literally at the drop of a dime. Um, promoters will can outbid you. Uh, you know, DJs can outbid you for different things. Uh, which we'll, we'll, I want to tap into that later with this with this Twitch thing and and and, and the you know other different platforms that, that have the ability, um, which is why I'm very excited to be a part of this because having the, the this is got this is a game changer. What you're doing is a game changer for um, the club scene for DJs in general. But back to the question, um, remember why you're doing it. For me, I love music. Music. I will come into my studio and not go live and just spin for myself. Just remember why I do this. Like the music feeds you. 
And if you want to feel better, if you want to, I have a podcast called, maybe this will help the podcast. Um, it's for, for, uh, urban gentlemen, successful urban gentlemen, um, where we discuss love and relationships, um, the good, bad, and the alimony. And we had a show one day that, that kind of pulled at me and kind of put me in a not so great place. When we were done with the show, I jumped on the ones and twos. About an hour later, I had a big smile on my face. It's a release. And, and that's something that sometimes I think we forget is that this is not just for other people. It's for yourself. Too. So definitely just remembering why you do it and, and honing in on, on that. That's great advice, man. And it takes a lot of self-awareness to understand what's going to fill you and fuel you and, and bring you that therapy that you need through the music that you're playing. And I think that you really understand that and you understand how that's going to be able to help you be better as a DJ when you put yourself first, because you can help others much more in a better capacity once yourself is grounded and you're in a good mental space. So I definitely appreciate you putting that out. You know, I want to hear about some of the things that you're currently focused on and some of the things that DJ should be focused on in this time where the environment is completely different. Um, at this point, it's really honing in on your craft. I mean, it's it's if you're see for me, because I'm self-taught, I am now at a point where see, I've just purchased. I invest in myself a lot. I just I think now I have the best of both worlds. I have. Uh, I finally purchased me some te- some some techniques 1200 and the uh, phase the phase needles, um, which are you know they read um, they, they without having an actual needle they read electronically, um, and that is my that's what I'm doing now. It's like now every every line of equipment is focused on mimicking techniques, and so now that I have what we're looking the the mimic that we're looking for. And I really just, I just punctured stoves within the last week. I'm now trying to, to master that art, master the art of scratching and blends. Like my blends are, I mean, not tooting my own horn. My blends are epic. Um, I, I, again, purchased pioneers when they first started with the, um, with the controller sets. So there are things that I can do on those that I can also do now on my Rain 72 mixer. Um, and it's now it's about bringing it all together for me. Um, and then it's also about crating. Uh, I'm big on crating. I take the time each week to uh, literally subject a day to just do crating. Um, it's making it a little easier now that we have the ability to add title. Um, I have terabytes and terabytes and terabytes of music. I've been keeping music since Napster. So uh, <laughs> between LimeWire and Napster, and then that's another thing, making sure that the quality of music that you have now, um, you know, old songs that might not sound the best because you've had them for forever, uh, getting a, a, a new download for it and leading that. It's just right now, I felt like the pandemic was gave people the ability to clean up your craft, literally. I mean, for for anyone that has any type of artistic uh, uh, skill or artistic dreams or thoughts or abilities, the pandemic was a time to focus in on it and figure out what your next move is when it opens back up. And if it doesn't, then what are you gonna do now? I've been doing live streams 
um, since literally the beginning of the pandemic. When Versus first started, uh, the very, very, very first one that wasn't a real Versus that was just uh, Lil John and and uh, T Pain. I literally sat in my car in my truck. I went out to my truck and turned my truck on and listened to it and and with with my subs and everything so that I could get that feeling. Then called one of my best friends, DJ Bang Bang, press play DJs, um, and we started creating our own. So that's what we did during the pandemic. There are so many one. There are so many. I mean, I've got flyers on my Instagram from before uh, verses were doing them that we were doing on our own. Um, great support from people because it's fun. Uh, we both have, you know, big personalities comes to us as DJs. So it's, you know, we feed off of each other. And that was something that it was just innovative. I was doing um, interviews with DJs uh, called it my side of the booth, uh, our side of the booth, um, because that's a lot of things that people that there are a lot of things that people don't know about DJs. I had to explain to someone yesterday when I did a venue, uh, she came. It was someone else's birthday and she jumped up and said, I want to hear a birthday trick chick uh and i was like let me do my job and she got offended by it and you know walked off little attitude and the young lady whose birthday was i said that's that's your family and she was like yeah i said well she said i told everybody my dj doesn't do uh requests and i said well it's not that i don't do requests if you're if you're at work and your boss comes to you and says, do something, you do it. But if your coworker or somebody from the outside comes to you and tells you to do something, you're looking at them like, you're not my boss. So you, you've paid me, you've purchased me for the moment. Sounds like prostitution, but uh, <laughs> um, my job is to make sure that you're happy with what's going on. So if someone wants to come to you and tell you something to tell me, then by all means, when I explained that to the young lady, she was like, you know, I never thought about that. And I was like, most people don't. I said, it's, it, I didn't, what I said to you wasn't necessarily offensive. You just didn't like that I said it. I said, but this is my job. This is not just, I got up in the morning and I'm, I'm going to take my computer and play some music. Like, this is what I do for a living. I said, so obviously I'm hired for a reason. And you take away the joy that we get in the element of surprise when we play a different song, I said, I have it in my bag, but it's, it's, there's certain times, there's certain things, there's different elements that are, you know, required for you to pull certain things out. You know, I don't believe in, 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 in profanity, playing music with profanity with kids around, which is why I've got a bunch of terabytes of music because I get dirty and clean. And, you know, it's like, there's just different elements and different moving parts to what we do that I don't think people always understand so um that was really one of the reasons that I, I wanted to do that during this pandemic but again it just opened up so many opportunities for people to learn more and to see more um i wasn't really big on social media because i have i lived in vegas i've i'm i started off technically as a vegas dj per se um and i was hesitant on coming back here but I know that God had a, a, a mission and a point for me coming back here. And when he did, it opened up so many different doors that I didn't. there were people watching that I didn't even know were watching. So now I'm starting to build my, my Instagram and build, you know, my, my social media platforms uh, more than I, I was because it was just like, I'm 
doing well for myself as a DJ, I could care less about social media. But in order to, you know, develop even further, people have to have more access to you. There are people that want access to you across the nation, across, you know, especially since I've um, started with Grown and Sexy Cruise Line, um, shout out to DJ KJ, um, the, the doors have opened in, in different directions. So people need access, people want access. So um, definitely during the pandemic, that's just one of the things that I, I, I think that everyone should have done if they didn't, you still have the opportunity to do so. It's just tap into what it is that you do and develop it. Wonderful, brother, man. I think that you are really preaching right now and you're, you're highlighting that it's not time to be wasted. This is time to get busy and get active and do things differently because the environment is different and you got to be an innovator. You got to figure out how can you make the most out of this time and use it to propel your career even further than ever. You know, I would love to take this time before we jump into the lightning round to just ask you, you know, what can we, myself, my company and our audience do to help and support you at this time? Um, being honest, support your local DJs. There are people that you, that people call and say, hey, where are you DJing at tonight? But you won't share their lie. You'll share D-Nice live. You'll never go see D-Nice. The nice has been a DJ for forever, a great DJ. He's been an art. Most people didn't even know he was an artist. However, you have people that are next door to you. You have people that you go see in venues when the world is open, that you call and say, hey, can you get me in? That you won't share their lie. It's free to share someone's information. It's free to share a flyer. It's free to share a post. It costs you nothing and it benefits them everything. And that's the simple mathematics to it. You know, we will we will support the people that we don't know more than we support the people that we do know. But we can't come to those people that we don't know and ask for these things that we we want. But we will to the people that, you know, we know, but we won't support them. And it to me, it's it's, I guess, flabbergasting to even think that this is how people, you know, will get upset when you go, I'm not leaving the booth to come get you in. And. By the way, stop doing that to people. Like, because if they get you in, they got to get everybody else that came to see them in. Sometimes it's best to just support via the way support is supposed to be. You don't always need that extra, you know, wait in line sometimes. Sometimes you don't, you don't even know what it makes the DJ feel like when his folks show up. And I mean, important people that show up and didn't call and say, hey, can you get me in? Because that means you came literally to rock with me. Now I want to send you drinks. Now I want to tell you that, well, I don't tell people to come up to the booth. I'm not that DJ. This is my job. And at the end of the day, you came to support and here, you didn't come up here to talk to me. Don't talk to me. I'm working. <laughs> um, but no, literally, like I think that that's the biggest thing is supporting those that are close to you. It takes nothing to literally share a post have no problems with you liking another DJ, supporting another DJ, but support the people that are close to you. It's very, very simple. Wow, man. I appreciate you saying that, man. And uh, let's take this time to jump right into the live, into the uh, lightning round. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Uh, I am a DJ who uses Serato and I have everything from DDJs to CDJs to Pioneers to rain 12s i am a i i purchase in my craft 
besides yourself, who's your favorite DJ? Uh, I'm actually not my favorite DJ, to be honest with you. Uh, my favorite DJ, I would have to say publicly uh, or, or big mainstream would be Jazzy Jeff. Um, but in, I don't even want to say local scene because he's not local. Um, DJ DeVoe is just, I mean, he's so all around, man. He's given me so much knowledge and so much music on top of music that I already have. And he's just been... That that's he he's trying to pass me the baton, and I'm like, bro, that's a heavy baton. But I'm I'm definitely in the gym trying to be able to carry it. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at, and why? <sighs> I've done a lot of things. Um, blessed. I guess I have to say the the most recent thing uh, before the world shut down, um, I did. Carnival Cruise Line's uh, second biggest ship in the middle of their ship in their uh, carnival area. Uh, they had a welcome to the West party. And I literally DJed in the middle of a cruise ship, one of the largest cruise ships in the world. So, yeah, I have to say that. Well, shout out to the Grown and Sexy Cruise Line. Appreciate you, KJ. <laughs> Who's the most interesting person that you met through DJing? Most interesting person that I've met and since DJing, that's that's a tough one right there. Um, being honest, uh, one of my business partners, Sean Swoops. Um, Sean Swoops is the uh, one of my business partners in TG3. And the distance, you know, when I first met him, it was, you know, how you meet someone and you're like, mm, I don't really know. I'm not really sure if I want to get too close to you. One of my best friends in the entire world now um, actually has uh, become, I have technically two managers now. Um, he has shown me how to build solid relationships even more than what I already knew. And he, he's a giver, you know, and it's not, it's not selfish. It's, I want you to learn. I want to be able to, to relax in what he does because I've given you this. And as well as, you know, it's, it's a shared, it's a shared knowledge, you know, just because I'm younger than him doesn't mean that he can't obtain knowledge from me. So being able to receive and being able to, to give that same knowledge and love and energy um, has definitely been um, important. But if I can say this, it's two people, it's him and a guy named Oscar. Um, Oscar is, um, he was a manager for a bar that I used to work at. Um, but that's really what gave me my my big glitch in in, in California. Um, and Oscar has, again, these two gentlemen who have worked together, literally, um, have been a big part of the success of my career. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? People, interaction. When, when people are, are DJing, you wanna, I wish <clears throat> that people had the capabilities of, of having a Zoom type live stream without it being Zoom, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like you want that party atmosphere, but you want that same uh, energy that you get from different platforms that are, are, are currently surfacing, you know, with, um, you know, DJs. It's, we need that feed, you know, in order for us to, you know, the, the, the mind, the mental, the, the, the mind only gives you 30 seconds of, of the ability to pay attention to something. So it's like we want the same 
feeling. It's we're in a room for God's sakes. This is not a, a club anymore. It's it's just different. But it's when you, I think sometimes people feel like they they don't want to say anything or they're shy or they don't want to you know interact. And it's like no, we need that energy. We're trying to give you what we can from a, a room of four walls with nobody in it, looking at a big screen and a, a, a shout out, a text, a go DJ, that kind of stuff is is very uh, motivating. You know, it lets them know I'm just not in the room. I can DJ for myself if I want to, but if I'm doing it live, then I need that interaction. I need that vibe back. And uh, shout out to DJs that you know personally, whose story needs to be shared on this podcast. Man, uh, a bunch, to be honest with you, DJ Brad Rush, DJ uh, Ron C, DJ DeVoe, DJ Bang Bang, DJ Quails, DJ Lala, the World uh, Series Dodgers, DJ, DJ Severe. Like, these are literally people that are in my immediate circle. I am I am so blessed to be um, literally connected to the Clippers, DJ, DJ Dents, the, the uh, Rams, DJ, DJ Mosky, the Dodgers, DJ, DJ Severe. Every Wednesday, I'm in DJ Severe's uh, studio doing Mihor Vibes. Um, it's I'll, I'll feed you all that information because that definitely people need to, to hear it. You know, no matter how big or how small you are, everybody has a different feeling in what we do. You know, it's and it's a blessing to even be able to have these kind of conversations so people get more than just Mike check one two. Uh, who you know? Uh, it, it's 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 a difference in in being able to actually know that we have personalities and that we have knowledgeable brains. We're not jocks. Uh, some of us are educated, you know, that there's a difference in, in in the vibe that you get from outside of, you know, from the other side of the ones and twos. Awesome, brother. We look forward to hearing their stories and uh, any DJs that are interested in being on the show, they can sign up at DJSignUp.com. And brother, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? Um, so I am currently in L.A. Uh, the next live event I will be doing uh, public event I'll be doing is called The Pull Up. TG3 presents The Pull Up um, which is a social distance distancing event um, you pull up in your car uh, you are welcome to get out you know stay in your own selected area uh, face mask required um, and you can go to my Instagram uh, The Real DJ DVS you can see right there see right there uh, the real DJ DVS on Instagram, um, and the links in my bio. Um, we had you can also see the video. I just posted the video of the first one that we did. Amazing time. Um, shout out to DJ Severe, DJ Selectra, DJ Artistic. Um, uh, on myself, we were the that was the lineup. Uh, uh, EP and the Furnace Man, great time. Sean Swoops, it was his birthday. Um, so that will be April 17th. It's a Saturday. Um, tickets are selling out fast. We just posted the video and they're already selling out. There's only 90 spots, only 90 car spots. Um, and again, the links in my bio. You can, am I allowed to say Twitch? Okay. <laughs> you can uh, follow me on Twitch, uh, The Real DJ Devious. Um, you can follow me on Facebook uh, under. Uh, DJ Devious Oxygen for your ears, um, and that, that's really it, man. I'm not a I'm not a big social. Me- oh, Twitter DJ Devious. Uh, I'm not a big social media guy, but I I, I do have um, heavy content now. So 
it's moving, man. It's moving. It's moving. Awesome, brother. Man, this is a really great interview. I really appreciate you coming on the show, dropping some real valuable knowledge. Um, and I learned a lot, and I know our audience learned a lot as well. And everyone, please check out DJ DVS. He's really doing it, and he's doing a great job. And he's, as you can see, he's sharing knowledge freely. So um, use him as a resource, man. And thank you, brother. I really appreciate you being on the show and looking forward to staying in touch with you. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Appreciate it.